Continue practicing. Recognizing awareness. As the retreat continues, more and more it can simply be the recognizing of awareness that is already here. Relax. Receive. Allow. And learn. Receiving all aspects of our experience. The full, the fullness of our human experience. one subtle and sometimes not so obvious aspect of our human experience. Is the subtle mental impulse that motivates action. This mental impulse is the bare pulse or the pulse behind volitional formations. It's possible to recognize this pulse or this moment of mental impulse that motivates or takes us into action. Again, a reminder, this is information about something that can be recognized not a project to undertake.
it is every moment of experience, every action of body, of speech, of mind, has this mental impulse associated with it. Without that mental impulse, action would not happen. And so it's happening all the time, every moment. One of the easiest places to witness this impulse is the brief burst of activity of mind or moment before we act, before we move the body. Because moving the body is a pretty gross activity. It's easier to see that there's a little kind of like a, a push in the mind, a little intention in the mind. It's like, oh, about to do this or time to do this. In the sitting practice, we can be curious about this, particularly because we have a, a practice of stillness in the sitting. And so it's possible you might begin to notice that when the body moves, when a hand moves to scratch an itch or the body shifts a little bit in posture, we can notice that there's a moment before that action actually happens that we know it's going to happen. Sometimes teachers call this moment the about to moment. we can know that we are about to move. As we witness this about to moment, and I've encouraged this in the open style of practice that we're doing at one level to when you have that urge to get up, watch that urge. When you have the urge to end the sitting, watch that urge come and go. That's a watching of that intention. It's usually paired with a wanting, and the wanting in this case is more obvious than that pulse. But it's in the same terrain, just seeing that urge to move, that little impulse before we act.
And so in the stillness of our body, we can begin to see that we, we know we're going to move before we move. As we can recognize that moment We may also recognize the reason why we want to move. So for instance, you're sitting, noticing experience, receiving experience. and a sensation appears on your cheek. Perception recognizes it as an itch. The response to that sensation probably to the unpleasantness of that sensation is to want to get rid of it. That wanting to get rid of it conditions the urge to scratch and the impulse perhaps to move, to actually do the scratching. At any point in the unfolding of that process, mindfulness may be lost and you simply find yourself scratching. Or maybe you scratch and don't even know you scratched and then it's later that you remember that you've scratched. You missed that impulse, missed that recognition of the about to moment, the about to move. Many, many, many of those impulses will be missed. At one point when I was practicing with Sayadaw Ujjanaka in Burma, I was reporting, I was seeing some of the intentions and describing what I was noticing. And he said to me very sternly, are you noticing all of the intentions? And I said, no, Sayadaw, <laughs> I am not noticing all of the intentions. And he laughed and he said, it's not possible to notice all of the intentions. They are happening every single mind moment. I think that was a little test. He wanted to know if I was just reporting things to please him. And so we will miss many, many of these intentions. And yet every, every now and then, in particular with some of the grosser actions, we can see this brief pulse, this brief impulse. And why we want to do that. 
in seeing the mo- the intention and the reason connected with that intention. Sometimes th- the witnessing of that, the recognition, oh, I'm about to do this, but the motivation is anger. Or, oh, I'm about to do this, but the mo- motivation is desire. In that moment, wisdom has the opportunity to evaluate, to to take in the motivation and recognize whether it's an appropriate thing to follow through on. In the course of our day, there'll be many actions motivated by a mixture of wholesome and unwholesome. And so it may be that the impulse to get up from sitting is motivated by aversion to unpleasant sensation. And at the same time, it's motivated by a sense of recognition that the mind is exhausted and ready for a respite, compassion. We are going to have mixed motivations. And as you make this exploration, or as this exploration unfolds, let's say not as you make it, but as it unfolds, as you maybe at times can see the intention and the motivations, when you recognize mixed motivations, just be clear, oh yes, there is aversion here, there is greed here, and perhaps there is compassion here. So knowing both, maybe we can land a little more fully in the wholesome side of the motivation, even as we recognize, yep, there's contraction here, there's wanting to push away here. Knowing that impulse, knowing that motivation. As we have the continuity of mindfulness strengthen, it becomes more possible to see these moments, these intention, these brief pulses of about to. Trying to look for it, again I've said it several times, at least in the groups, if not in the hall, that certain things that we can see, certain things that are possible to see, are mostly possible when we're not trying to see them. the doing, the activity of trying to see certain things actually obscures the thing we're trying to see. And so we have to trust the continuity of mindfulness to begin to uh, 
settle and begin to reveal these subtler experiences. But as we can begin to see the intention, we begin to deeply recognize the conditioned nature of our experience. It's kind of humbling to recognize that intention, you know, this motivation and the intention, they, they are just kind of tumbling along. They are conditioned. We see that process unfold, the sensation, the uh, not liking of the, sen- the, the unpleasantness of the sensation, the not liking of the sensation, the wanting to alleviate the sensation, the impulse to move. And we, we watch that unfold and we see, who's doing that? It's a process unfolding to which we often, after the fact, attribute, I did that. You know, this area of intention and action, that making a choice, doing the doing, is a big area where we attribute a sense of self. But as we watch the process unfold, we see there's no I or me involved. Or we can see there is no I or me involved. we might recognize the arising of the sense of self around that choice. And so, and just recognizing what you are aware of in experience. Again, keep it simple. Is there an awareness naturally present as you relax? Recognizing awareness. Receive what is offered.
allow what is offered. Our life is offering itself to us. In some ways, our life is asking to be witnessed. This sometimes is felt or understood as a deep need to be seen. And often we wish that from the outside. We want to be seen by others. We want to belong. And some of our impulses, our motivations are based in that wanting to belong. And yet, the simple activity or movement of being with experience is the most intimate kind of belonging that's possible. belong to ourselves, witnessing, knowing, meeting ourselves in a very deep way, more deeply than anyone else can meet us. And the heart releases in being fully met. Relax. Recognize the awareness that's here. Receive experience. allow what is offered. And learn. Allow the learning to unfold. <laughs>